surely giving every employee a stint on the shop floor would help everyone in your company better understand your business. Well, when a high-profile Silicon Valley company tried exactly this, one department categorically refused. And contrary to what you might think, it wasn't the management. Hi, Heidi, and hi, Brent. Hello. Hello again. So DoorDash has uh, done something interesting, and uh, the reception has been quite mixed. So what are your thoughts? Oh, this is quite the little tantrum that's very amusing. So DoorDash has a program. They canceled it during the pandemic, but they brought it back. It's a very interesting program that requires every single one of their employees from the CEO down to do food deliveries. Very interesting program because you learn A to Z, what is the delivery process? What does our staff go through? So no matter where you are in the organization, that should give you deep insight into the burden of your work, the employee perspective, not the customer journey, but truly the employee journey. Yeah, wasn't, and this, was, wasn't this a reality television show? Nope. This well, is... Well, that, that's uh, Bad Bosses or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, right, right. Something like familiar. that. familiar. Yeah. Yeah. But this is not new, necessarily. Domino's Pizza did this years ago, where everybody in the organization had to know how to make pizza and how to go through the process of what does it take to actually make pizza. They had HR, they had finance, they had everybody in their test kitchen going through the process so they could learn, which would help them understand, like Heidi said, the employee experience. It's not about the customer, it's about the employee. And so, rushing to the punch, summarizing the story, guess what? Silicon Valley IT engineers think that's beneath them. And there (laughs) has been a large discussion on various IT boards out in California of I earn over $300,000 a year and you're making me do what? Right, because the theory of this sounds really good. I, I, I like the idea of everyone understanding what the frontline worker has to do. And I cannot imagine is it that this isn't of benefit to someone who's writing the program for the web, writing the back end, writing some algorithm you know, to do it based on something that you have experience of, to me, seems to make sense. Well, even customer service representatives know what the customer is calling about, understand how the product is produced and how it's developed. Right. So uh, how, how are, how's DoorDash dealing with these reluctant IT <laughs> people? Um, they are telling them, shut up, essentially, <laughs> which I find fascinating since one usually expects that high-paid, in-demand IT jobs really are not held to account. Well, I, I will tell you, they're not asking them to go out and do this every day. It's, I think as I was reading it, it was like once a quarter you had to spend a half a day with a delivery person to understand what that delivery yeah. person does, which from the outside looking in, it makes perfect sense. From the inside looking out, it makes perfect sense. Somehow from the inside on the inside, it doesn't. 
I mean, so it, this doesn't sound necessarily specific to, say, DoorDash. I mean, I know that IT people are very prized within Silicon Valley. They are the sort of the royals, the elite. Mm. You know, companies are, when they get them, they're, they're hard to find and they're all jumping ship every five minutes, you know, from one company to the next. I mean, how far could DoorDash insist before um, it turns nasty? Well, I think that this is actually the incredibly interesting question. What's more important, the ego of one programmer or the culture of your company? And that's really what's at stake. If you let a group of individuals define themselves as prima donnas above doing the core work of your organization. Yeah, because they're, they're clearly saying, we are not like the rest of you. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. How do you deal with that? How would you recommend your clients deal with a situation like that, uh, them and us? I think first off, the communication, I don't know what their communication was, but did they explain the purpose to all of the staff? And did they explain it in a way that they would understand it? Maybe, maybe not. We don't know. And to that end, I think what I find most short-sighted by any IT person who would reject this is less the ego issue and more the, boy, you must be a crap programmer. Think of all of the things you would observe and learn by shadowing someone on their work. What you would learn about weather, what you would learn about adverse conditions, all of the things that would need to be programmed into your algorithms. Yeah. Wasn't it FedEx that sort of found out that, and I don't know if this is urban myth or there's truth to this, but they they don't take left-hand turns, I think, because that's really what slowed them down. So whoever programmed their GPS systems, you know, omitted the left-hand turn from the equation. Now, you wouldn't know that unless you were out in the van or en route. I mean, that would have been one of those eureka moments that one of these programmers may have actually had while yeah. dashing to someone's door with mm. some grub. Yeah, well, in New York, there are many places you can't make a left turn and you learn to make a right turn and go around and it is much quicker Yeah, right. to go around go. the block yeah. to yeah. get where you need to go. And as to the how do you address this, I think that on the upside, reviewing your message to the staff and did you really make this clear to them but i would also along with the positive bring in a negative and say if you are recalcitrant to do this we see that that means you're not curious if you're not curious i don't know that you're a good employee yeah if you don't understand the problem how can you write a solution or come up with a way to do this better. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think you can't. I think a bit of this goes back to, and I will date myself. When I was a teenager, I worked. I don't know that that is normal anymore. Mm-hmm. That you have teenagers at home, Andy. Uh, that they would find work to do in the summer and go off and and actually do a little manual labor. That has shifted the cultural expectation of employees that. I don't do that. Well, I've done it in the past. All of us probably have at some point babysitting or actually manual labor. Has that changed the environment that people are working in and the expectation of employment? But anyone would say, 
and I'm sure you guys have said this to your clients or, or think this yourself many a time, when you sort of start to stagnate, when, when your creativity sort of stops flowing, whether you're writing a book, writing a program, doing whatever, get some fresh air, step outside, do something different. And normally, you know, that problem, by the time you get back, you, you'll have fixed it. There is a huge bank of research that points to change your perspective, change how you look at things, change how you engage. I think what Brent is teasing on, and I really do think it's possibly a subject for future podcasts, is we don't talk about the employee journey. Always American workplaces talk about the customer journey. And as labor becomes more valuable, it's important for organizations to share an understanding of what every worker in a workplace contributes. And that comes down to the basic dignity of work, which we often overlook. And if I'm looking to make the culture of my organization better, every person needs dignity and respect. That's one of the most fundamental pieces of a good workplace culture. It's easy enough to start that by thinking about what is the employee journey. Yeah, we we really don't do a good job of embracing our employees where they're at. We we traditionally just the word human resource or human capital kind of denigrates them to you are a resource or you are capital for us to achieve our goal. There's a wonderful opportunity here. Because I'm sure within the IT department, within those programmers, there have been complaints about, oh, so-and-so from the floor above, they don't understand what we do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. They have, no, they have no idea what we have to mm -hmm. go through to implement those changes that they've just requested. Mm -hmm. Yet, mm -hmm. ironically, they're not willing to understand what other people do. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> and, and, it, and it runs up and down the chain. Absolutely. Yes. It yeah. does. Yeah. And we're talking about organizational culture, and one of the biggest things in, in the organization culture is trust. And can you trust each other to understand and function well with each other? And that is one of the hardest things. Trust is one of the hardest things to build, which is part of changing culture. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, be happy it's DoorDash and uh, not Pornhub. Well... <laughs> well, there's that's some, a visual well, there's some changes that need to happen there Perhaps that's for the sure IT like department it should might be okay with uh, a mm. bit of on the job experience yeah. well they should probably change their process by not being around anymore yeah. so next time we're going to talk about uh, clothes matter Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yes, they do. <laughs> Good that's segue. It. Thank and you, And that's Eddie. a pivot from Pornhub. Close <laughs> yes. matter. To close that matter. Anyway, I look forward to that and uh, look forward to seeing you both next week. All right. We'll talk next Wonderful. week. Wonderful. Take care. Bye-bye. Ciao.